0: Let's give that to the Lord this morning. Would you do it? Uh, Lift your voice to Him today. special presence of God in this house today when God comes he comes for a purpose and I do believe he's here today for a specific purpose I feel God wants to do something special in this house today and I believe that friend, Brother Holmes, has already set the stage for what God wants to do. I want us to talk to God again right now. Would you do it? (laughs) it is always an honor to be at East Coast Conference numerous times I have come and been changed challenged and uh, it is an honor to be here once again this year so glad to have my wife and son with me today thank God for a good family And uh, Bishop Godair, thank you for this opportunity I do not take it Take it lightly today Uh, There's so many more Capable men of God that are in this house That I would So enjoy to hear from you today But I have prayed And asked God to give me direction For this service today And uh, I believe that God Has done that And I'm going to try my best to deliver what God has put on my heart today. What a great man that God sent to Durham, North Carolina 45 years ago. (laughs) 1 Corinthians chapter 3 says that every man's work will be tried by fire and that the day will declare His work. And after 45 years, you can disagree with a lot about this man if you so choose and think you're qualified to do it. But if you just look around, the day is declaring. The greatness of this man. Good day. How many love Bishop Goder? The entire Godair family, we love them and appreciate them. Thank God. I give honor to my pastor, my dad. sent me a message and he's listening and praying right now. Thank God for a good man of God. This entire church, all that you've done, the hospitalities, first class is always all the food, the room, the baskets, the gifts. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. If you have your Bibles, I would invite you to turn with me to the book of Judges, chapter number 5. Judges chapter number 5. We'll read beginning at verse 12. Praise God. Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake. Utter a song. Arise, Barak, and lead thy captivity captive, thou son of Abinuam. Then he made him that remaineth have dominion over the nobles among the people. How many believe we still can have dominion today? The Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Out of Ephraim was there a root of them against Amalek. After thee, Benjamin, among thy people. Out of Maker came down, governors. I want to really draw your attention to this last phrase. And out of Zebulun, they that handle the pen of the writer. And out of Zebulun they that handle the pen of the writer. One more passage of Scripture, and I know you're standing, but John chapter 21, the last two verses of his Gospel. Verse 24, This is the disciple which testifieth of these things and wrote, everybody say wrote, Zebulun, out of you is going to come they that know how to handle the pen of the writer. And this is the disciple that wrote these things. How many appreciate the fact that John had a pen and wrote some things down? Verse 25 And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written, everyone, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. I do not believe the story's done. I do not believe the story's done. I want to talk to you for the next few moments if the Holy Ghost would help me on people of the pen we are people of the pen I'm asking you one more time if you believe that God could meet with us in a special way over these next few moments to lift your hands and your voices together would you right now and ask God to prepare your hearts for what he wants to do in this house today Oh, thank you, Jesus. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. I'm not interested in just being a peruser of history. But I would like to be involved with writing it. I don't want to just read about what God's done. But I want to be involved in what God is doing. And I do believe that our best days are ahead of us. I believe it with everything that is within me. I do not believe that our best years are behind. I do not believe that this church's best years are behind it. God has done some amazing things in the past. We are standing in the middle of what He's done. But if I believe that this was all that God was up to, I wouldn't be here this week. I want to be where God is still writing the next chapter. So, there there are this group of people in Scripture that you read about that are called scribes. And they originally uh, primarily came out of the tribe of the Levites. Ezra was a member of the priesthood, but he was a scribe. The job definition of a scribe was to grab a scroll and a writing instrument and to begin to dictate the the happenings of a court, the happenings of, of throne rooms. Scribes had access to areas in kingdoms that many other people could only read about having access. And so as things unfolded, they meticulously and with detail would write down the happenings of that courtroom or that throne room. Oh, God. Scribes had a special role. They could not change history, but they could note it. They were in close proximity to those that could change it. And that is why you read in Daniel chapter 6 about a king who had a hard time sleeping, calling for the chroniclers, saying, bring something in and just begin reading to me all of the happenings of my kingdom. You read it in Esther 6, where King Ahasuerus said, I want you to bring it in. I'm struggling with sleeping. Would you? I'll let you know sometimes it can be pretty boring. He evidently thought he could put him to sleep. (laughs) He said, bring it on in and read to me the chronicles of all the happenings in the kingdom. And it was in a setting like that that a chronicler read a statement about a man named Mordecai that reminded the king I'm indebted to somebody in this kingdom. Scribes have the ability to remind the king of his obligations. They they have the ability to say "Now, now, O king, there is a man that you owe your life to. You owe your kingdom to. So it was that scribe that carefully took notes brother Spell that was the one that reminded King Ahasuerus Mordecai is in your throne room he's down at the gate actually but he needs
1: to be honored you're still king because of what he did I'm here to tell you that you want to take good notes whenever God talks and whenever the king opens his mouth you want to take good notes scribes have the ability to remind the king of his obligation is there anybody in this house this afternoon that god has given you a word and you've been holding on like what a just said to faith and you're waiting on its arrival i'm here to tell you it's time you write it down and you remind the scribe
0: had a unique role in Second Kings when the Babylonian, gover- uh, uh, the, the Babylonian government and the kingdom was, was leading all of the people captive. They went into that city and they said we don't just need to take the generals and we don't just need to capture the military. But there is someone else that we've got to get a hold of. We must capture the principal scribe. Because he has the ability. It's in your Bible in, in 2 Kings chapter 25. He has the ability to muster the people. He has the ability to gather the people together. And so you can read historically that the role of the scribe, whenever they were in a conflict, and whenever they were facing a battle was to dig into the recesses of his notes and pull it out and say, God's
1: done this before. God's, God's met a need like this before. And when people were going through hell, and when people were being captive, and when people were up against it, and their life was on the line, a scribe could reach back into the recesses of all the things he had transcribed that Jesus had done.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It pays to take good notes. I I, I don't want to get too off track here too early today, but I want you to know if God has ever
1: done it in the past, He can do it again. If he has ever done it in the past, he can do it again.
0: Jeremiah 23 gives an interesting account of Israel's history. And it says that there were foolish shepherds that were scattering the flock. Israel was scattered and there was just remnants of her all over the then known world. They they were struggling with the fact, would we ever be gathered together again? And the only way that they could keep their faith, if you will, Brother Holmes, was they had to keep going back, remembering what God had done in the past. And Jeremiah was struggling with something. And this is what he was struggling with. The fact that they were going so far back to get it. And you can read it in Jeremiah 23. But this is what he said. He said, "Now, now I want you to know that God's fixing to change something.
1: You are going back to when God brought you out of Egypt. And that was a great thing. And that was a mighty day. But that's just a story to you. It was a miracle to the slaves in Egypt. But to you, it's just a story. I don't know if you got what I just said. It was a miracle to them, but it's just a story to you. Uh, we're not going to move off of this until you get this right now. It's a miracle to them, but it's a story to you. And it's great to go back there and get a little faith to motivate you for the trial you're facing right now. But if all you're going to do is recite what he's done and not believe that he can do it again stories won't get the job done. Somewhere we've got to get a pen we got to get a pen in our hand
0: Jeremiah was stirred up he said, I don't want you to say any more, Brother King. I, I don't want you to say any more. That's what he did when we came out of Egypt. But I'm going to tell you what you're going to say next. You're going to say next,
1: God brought the remnant from the north and the east. I'm going to give you,
0: for the sake of our lesson this morning, I'm going to give you your own story. I'm privileged to pastor a church 87 years old. It's a huge honor and responsibility. The fear that I've had about the position that I'm in is this. Somehow, I've got to keep a pen in the hand of that church. if all we're going to talk about and I'm not disregarding that but if all we're going to talk about is when the pickup rolled into town and a preacher from Ireland stood on the back and began preaching and that's a treasured part of our history but if all we're going to do after 87 years is begin just celebrating what he's done
1: I'm just going to tell you
0: I'm not trying to piggyback on what Bishop Odom said last night. But there is a... I'm just going to go ahead and try to... There is a spirit from hell that's pushing it back even against what God wants to do in this place right now. And I'm not just saying that to try
1: to arouse a little response right now. I'm telling you the spirit that is pushing against this generation is to just be happy. With what God's done. I wonder how many in this church, this local assembly, would say, I thank God for everything He's done. Look at the miraculous thing that He's done. But we're just getting started. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And this is what began happen, happening to scribes. There's pressure on in this day. There is pressure like we've never seen in this day before. There's moral decline. There's compromise like we've never seen. And if we're not careful, we'll get a remnant mentality that says we can't win it. And we just got to hold on until he comes back. And we'll slip into
0: having little recitals about all he's done. And boy, we took good notes. And we'll talk about that
1: story. And the devil's happy as long as we just read the story But Jeremiah was trying to wake up a remnant and say get out of that chair and get you a pen and start writing another chapter when I'm fighting hell don't read me a story give me a pen when I'm struggling with my health don't give me a story give me a pen let God he called both Let God write another chapter. Let him change that period to a karma. Oh, I feel my help in the house. the problem. Scribes
0: allowed the pressure of their day to affect them to the place where they just said, "Well, it was good in the old days," and they set their pen down and they just start. They, are you with me now? They started reading more than they wrote. They started reading more than they wrote. They became better at reciting history than making history now i 'm going to tell you, in the fear of God this morning, this is what happens is the more that we focus on where we 've been than where we 're going. And you know I'm not talking about improving doctrine. I hope I don't have to qualify all that. But the more we focus on where we've been and where we're going, a critical spirit gets a hold of us.
1: And a legalistic spirit gets a hold of us. And oh yeah. And that's why when you start reading about scribes in the New Testament, that's not who you want to be fellowshipping with. When you read about scribes in the New Testament, it's woe unto you scribes. Woe unto you Pharisees. Woe. Man, and they'd run around all the time looking, 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 trying to examine what God was doing with what he'd done.
0: Scribes. I'm here to tell some home missionary or church planner that if God done it for Bishop, go there. I'm telling you. I'm preaching this in spite of some things today. I have
1: been preaching this at my own pulpit for the last few weeks. I can't get away from it. i got a lady right now that's listening to me on Holy Ghost Radio. And if God doesn't heal her, she's going to go on to get her reward. But I'm going to preach it anyway. I believe if he's ever healed cancer, he can do it again. If if he's... oh yeah it can happen in this atmosphere you gotta quit reading the story and get the pen Oh, let's talk to him right now God wants to help somebody's faith in this house this morning
0: I believe that the church I pastor's best days are ahead of us
1: I believe it not because of who I am but because of the God I serve Oh my God.
0: God. Grab grab a tent peg. Drive it through Sisera's temple. Go ahead. There's a special caliber. There's defining characteristics of people that hold the pen. They're courageous, Bishop Booker. Zebulon! I'm writing you in. Because when I started chasing the Canaanites, I looked over my shoulder, and there was
1: Zebulun. He had zeroed in on a Canaanite. And
0: the reason, the reason, the reason that the proclamation came was there was something that Deborah, through the eyes of the Spirit, saw In that tribe of Zebulun.
1: That zeal. That ability to tackle the enemy. Regardless of how big he is. Regardless of how adept he is. Regardless of the statistical advantages that he has. They'll attack the adversary with a tent peg and a hammer and a bowl of milk.
0: said, there's something special about that caliber of people. Out of you is going to come somebody that knows how to handle the pen of the writer. Birthed out of that courage. Birthed out of that ability to fight against all the odds. And your weapon's going to be your pen. Your weapon's gonna be your pen. And so you start following the Zebulunites. We know a lot about the Levites, the Benjamites, but we don't talk a lot about the Zebulunites. But you start following that tribe. They had mighty good running partners. Issachar. Issachar and Zebulun traveled together, people that knew how to write. And people knew what, that knew what time it was. They understood the timing of the day. Oh. Oh. Oh.
1: They knew not just what God had done, but what He was going to do. They were not intimidated transition they were the first ones when Saul died to get bread and to pack some mules and to organize a celebration they didn't wait for David to get on a throne to recognize that's God's next man they didn't get so lost in the
0: fact that Saul was done That they just grabbed the book and started reading. But they grabbed their pen and said, David's the next man and God's anointed them in. This people became a place. We read about it in one of our favorite passages Isaiah chapter 9. This people that walked in great darkness have seen a great light. Which people? The people of that region in Zebulun that he says in the previous verse, I afflicted them. That is why when you get to Matthew, and Jesus is stepping on the scene. He's careful to go to the regions of those that handle the pen.
1: That is why it is not coincidental that the majority of Jesus' works happened in Zebulun, the
0: majority of his miracles. Happened in the region of those that had more pens than they had books. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm not going to take all day, but we
1: gotta get, we got to work this just a minute. That is why if you want a miracle, you better not just have a story. You better have a pen. wants some miracles today? Uh, How many believe he's still a miracle worker today? How many believe he can still set the captive free today? That you need more than a story. You need a pen. You need God to, to flip the page and start writing again.
0: I don't believe that it's coincidental that when he stepped out of the wilderness of temptation that the author and the finisher of our faith
1: that the author stepped out of that wilderness and he made his way down to a little synagogue in Zebulun Zebulun in the region where they had the pen they weren't so locked in tradition that they would refuse it and he stepped into that synagogue and they had what they had had
0: for years stories and they all started passing that around and everybody had their chance to read and he opened up that book
1: to that specific place and he said I want to tell you something boys it's a different day and as he began to read the spirit of the Lord every eye was fastened on him that story had been read in that synagogue year after year week after week but something was different this time When the pen gets the scroll, we have different church.
0: When he was all done, he closed the book. He said, brand new day now, boys. This day! Did
1: somebody shout, this day. this day? This day! That story's fulfilled in your midst. This day, this day. I still believe there's a this day for East Coast Conference. This day, somebody shout this day. If you need a healing, this day is a good day to get it. If you need a miracle, this day. This day, this day, this day, this day. We don't just have a good story. We got the author huh? We don't just have good history. We can't just recite it. But we can write it. Let's get, Let's, get Let's, get Let's get the pen. Let's get the pen.
0: Do you know what the spirit's trying to do in this house this morning? It's trying to pull you.
1: Out of that storybook chair. (laughs) And draw you to that writing table. One more time.
0: I am hurrying today. You would think. Every one of those scribes, when Jesus started doing all those miracles, would be running around behind him with a scroll and a pen going, my God, did you just see that? They weren't.
1: Do you know what they'd done? Because they were so locked in just what he had done. They'd run with a book instead of a fresh blank page. They'd run with a book and they try to catch him in his words. I wonder if he'll do it on the Sabbath. It should have been a scribe's heyday when Jesus was walking the face of the earth. But thank God somebody had a pen. Somebody He said, the scribes may not write it down, but I'm going to write it down. And John grabbed a pen and began to write.
0: Those that know how to handle a pen get to write the most stories. We're facing situations in our church that are insurmountable. Not bad things, good things. We got to raise money to build a building. We got, it's just, it's beyond our ability. But,
1: I got to pick. You mean after 87
0: years you're going to try to build another building? better believe it. I'm closing the book and I'm getting me a brand new piece of paper
1: and I'm going to start writing another chapter. God's trying to help your faith in this house this morning. I don't care what you're facing. Don't turn your opinion for a story. Hallelujah! I'm telling you from that point on things were different whenever the pen showed up to the synagogue uh, things were different uh, synagogues could have had the book for all them years but he left that moment and when he'd walk into a
0: synagogue after that every devil in hell hey the book didn't do it The book didn't do it, but the pen did.
1: And when the pen shows up, the devil gets nervous. Because he can control the book, but he can't stop the pen. He why are you troubling me before my time I know very well that it depends in the house another chapter can be written I don't care if you're a backslider I don't care how far you've wandered again drag your story into the house of God and let the pen begin writing another chapter
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Sees the commotion coming. He sees it coming. He sees it. Dust is whipping up in the air. He sees it. Here they come. Here they come. Who's they? Oh, the scribes. Here they come. Oh, and they got them a girl. That they caught in the act of adultery. And all the scribes found places in the book where this was the end. You all going quiet like you wouldn't be hurt.
1: Here they come, dragon hand! They had more book than what she could avoid. Her history was already sealed. But they asked a faithful question. What do you say? He'd been waiting for this moment for a long time. And he grabbed the pen and he got down on his knees and he said, I'm going to write her out of this mess. I'm- God he wrote you out of your mess I'm glad he didn't leave me in Moses' book I'm glad he didn't leave me at the mercy of the law but he left me a way out he's got the pen he's got the pen
0: Holy Ghost in this house. I'm nearing the completion. There's another example I want to give you real quickly. And I believe God wants to do something and is doing something right now. Oh hallelujah! Oh hallelujah! Oh hallelujah! Jeremiah, chapter thirty-six. Jeremiah had been banished from the house of the Lord. He wasn't allowed. There was places he wasn't allowed to go. They didn't want to hear what God was saying. I said, well, we can control him by just leaving him out. And God spoke to Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, I want you, in so many words, to get a pen and get some parchment or a scroll. And I want you to start writing down. Everything I told you. So, he called Barak and said, Come on in. Grab you a pen. And start writing. Brother Hall, at the mouth of the prophet, he wrote word for word what God said. Because I want to tell you, the written word can get places where Where you might not even be allowed to go.
1: But write it down. Yeah. Oh Jesus.
0: And he said, Barak, now this is what I want you to do. On the day they're fasting in the house of the Lord. Well, I'm not allowed to go. I want you to take what you wrote that God gave me that message. And I want you to take it in there. And I want you to read it. To everybody in that house. And he found a place at the gate. And he started reading it. And the Bible says that everybody heard it. And somebody that heard it ran to the priest. Said, we got a word in the house. And we really think you need to hear it. And they said... Go get that guy and bring him in here. And they brought him in. And they started reading it. And all the priests. Now, I, I know there's so many applications of this, but just let me preach the principle, would you? I understand it was judgment and all that, but I believe there's a greater principle here we can apply. He said, uh, That word is so precious, and it's so hated, that I'm going to tell you, I'll take it to the king. But you go back and you get the prophet and you hide. Because there's going to be a backlash against what you wrote down. So they ran and hid. Long story short, the Bible says that the king was sitting in his winter house. Read this big deal to me. Tell me what it's all about. Read it to me. And they started reading it. I'm almost done. Can I have just a couple minutes? He said, Read this to me. And as he starts reading it, something gets a hold of him. And he grabs a pen knife. And he says, And he said, oh, this part's good, but we don't need this piece. Oh, yeah, you probably want me to stop preaching right now. I I, I don't think we need that anymore.
1: I, I, I I think that this will get us there. And he was under the illusion, oh God, that the knife could control the message. Oh, 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 help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. He was under the illusion that the knife could control the message. And this message that we love has been under attack. And it's been hacked and it's been cut. And compromisers are taking little pieces off. And this one, and we don't need to talk in tongues like Pastor Holmes said a while ago. And we don't need to dress right. All we need is a ticket to heaven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And this king thought because of his position that he had the authority to cut up the message.
0: Throw it in the fire. If I don't like it, I can cut it out. Oh, you know I could preach and preach and preach and preach. I ain't going to do it, but just let me tell
1: you that you on your little throne, you don't get to control this message with a knife. still matters! I want to tell you, when I heard Bishop Odom attacking the light doctrine last night, I don't want the only voice pushing back against that to be an elder. I want this generation to know I ain't cutting that out of my book. Uh, Holiness still matters. And not just as a hot topic in a conference. But you should live it. You need to dress right. Dress modest. Live right. Have the right spirit. You can't cut it out of the book. It's not your message to control.
0: I can hear the skeptic already. Oh yeah, there they go again. That was a good message until.
1: They can sit there in their hot houses by a fire and sharpen their knife all night. But I don't want to be a cutting edge preacher. I don't want a cutting edge message. Oh, come on, this gospel doesn't need a cutting edge. We are people of the pen. If you got a pen, somebody grab it right now. Hold that up in the air and say, this is what's identifying us. This is what's identifying me.
0: I'm not wanting to go far too far here this morning
1: uh, But I want to tell you something There's this pushback Against the things That identify us as Pentecostal There is this spirit that is trying to dub down the exuberance of an experience and just make it a story and you don't have to dance and you don't have to shout and you don't have to scream when you preach you can just pontificate you can just step to a lectern and share the gospel still want a preacher that's got a pen! I don't want you telling me stories! I need a pen! I need a pen! I need a pen! I still believe in dancing before the Lord with all your might! All your might! How can you do that passively? How can you do that without sweating? How can you do that without getting involved? I'm tired of academics ripping pages out of this message. It's not for the knife to control. And no,
0: I don't have to have an ugly spirit to preach this way. That, that, that's the next step. Well, I, I just love everybody. Love isn't a knife, it's a pen. They don't just cut out. No, no, no. Oh God. oh, God. Oh, God. So this old king, sitting by an old fire, with his big old haughty self, thought he could control the message with a knife. He thought that if he destroyed the book, he'd control the message. Do you know what? Somehow, that word left the palace and got back to that hiding prophet, Bishop Booker. And God said, they burnt the, they burnt the book, but they didn't destroy the message.
1: They burnt the book. But they didn't control the message. Jeremiah! How
0: are we going to win this thing? How, how are we going to keep pushing back against the the, 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 the
1: the sizing away, the de-sizing of this gospel? How are we going to control it? What's going to be our pushback? Are we going to get them trained enough? Are we going to get enough diplomas and degrees to offset it? No! And I'm not against that either.
0: but I'm just telling you, one preacher with a pen
1: can write back in everything that's been cut out. <laughs> Jeremiah, get your pen and get up, scribe and start writing again. you're not careful,
0: every word that God's ever given you, the longer, as Brother Holmes said a few moments ago, the longer that space gets between when you receive the word and it comes to pass, if you're not careful, you'll dig the knife out and you'll say, well, maybe he didn't say that. Maybe that was too good to be true. And you'll start trimming it down to the place where you can humanly do what he gave you. Somebody in this house needs to know, if God
1: ever spoke it to you, get your knife off of it. If he ever gave it to you, get your knife off that message and get your pen back in your hand and start writing it out again. I still believe it. I still believe it. I still
0: the author one last scripture Psalms chapter 45 and verse number 1 my heart is indicting a good matter I speak of the things which I have made touching the king
1: my tongue is the pen of a ready, ready. I don't think anybody heard me. My tongue! Somebody shout my tongue! If you're going to be the people of the pen, you got to put your tongue behind it. You got to start changing how you talk. You're... I still believe. I still believe. I still believe. I still. And while every compromising preacher's ripping pages out of the book, I'm writing a new one. And while every every backslider's ripping sections out of their book, i got a pen and I'm writing another page. Because God's not done in my church. I said, God's not done in my church. God's not done in my life. God's got another chapter to write. If you believe that, let your tongue be the pen of a ready writer right now. When the devil grabs a page, grab a pen. When doubt grabs a page, grab a pen. When the charismatics grab a page, grab a pen.
0: I see Brother Hall standing up here. I thought of you many times in those last couple of weeks. I want you to know something, Brother Hall. This ain't
1: the final chapter. Grab that pen. And watch God begin to write things. If you need God to do something in this house, right now would be a good time to lift your hands and your voice begin to ascribe greatness to our God. He's still able. He's still able. That's it. Come on. That's it. From the front to the back. Let the Holy Ghost touch you right now. The pen's in the house! The pen is in the house! The pen is in the house!